something else that I've been doing. Um, do it. Technically, I think a little bit. I don't even remember when it dropped on Netflix, but I, I do believe it was shortly before we recorded our last episode. Is Zac Efron? No, but I do want to watch that. I have, <laughs> I think, on average, every day, probably a little bit before we start recording again, finished um, a binge of Avatar The Last Airbender. So I think on, uh... on average, every day and a half, I've completed like an entire... Mm-hmm. Kenzie still hasn't watched it. I finished the whole thing in four days. Yeah, yeah. I've been bouncing between that that and Harley Quinn. I've been bouncing between those two, just watching them on on repeat. Well, I was gonna bring. So it's funny that you brought up Avatar because the thing I was gonna say is: is there anything from like your guys' childhood? Because I we're all nerds. Like we grew up nerds. We just no. Mackenzie's a theater girl. She's an actress. Of culture. Oh, you want to talk about theater? Let's talk about Hamilton, bitches. Let's never go. Oh, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, See, this is a problem because I'm so passionate. I just spent Oh, really? You know what's a problem? You know what, a, you know what a, mm. another problem is? That you haven't seen Avatar the last How am I the only one that's watched problem? both? Listen. You know what's another problem is? Is that my bald friend Justin won't let me paint the arrow on his head. <laughs> that's <laughs> a big problem for me. That's a solid issue. I tried. No. I even so, got him drunk, and he's like, no, you can't. And I'm like, what's so the point of you being bald if I can't paint the fucking airbender shit on your face? What's even good. the point of you having like, a head? Why bother? I want you to be. <laughs> why bother you choosing not to grow hair so I can paint <laughs> an arrow on your forehead? Even Brandy no. tries to help selfish. me. Brandy <laughs> tried to help me convince him. To be fair, we couldn't find the body paint and I was going to use acrylic, but I have a fucking (laughs) shower. You could have washed it off. Okay. So the question I was going to, the question I was going to go into was, is there anything from your childhood since we're all nerdy? Was there anything that you, that you watched or have rewatched recently or that you can still watch that like just cheers you up? Mine is either Power Rangers or X-Men Evolution. Mm. Because hey, X Men Evolution is the best X Men show. Fight me. Um, I I won't. Okay, so here's the thing though, because I was I was raised as a, like a different kind of nerd. I I didn't do like comic books or superheroes until oh, it, cool. it became more mainstream. Um, no, I'm not. Hey, fuck you. I'm gonna tell you why I'm not. Um, but first, tell us what it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> too. Um. So I grew up. Uh. This. Hmm. Sure, I'll say that on on a podcast. Um, I grew up. I didn't realize this until my mom confirmed it. Like just recently last year, I, I was raised quote unquote pagan. So not with any like crazy religion. Not like we didn't fucking sacrifice goats or any shit like that, which a lot of people think it, it's not pagan at all. Um, but my mom is what she considers pagan so what that means is we put uh the christmas tree we can't put the christmas tree up until uh winter solstice and then when we take it down after christmas uh we save the tree until summer solstice and then we burn it and then we wish for the rest of the year like and like i've i've written little wishes and wrapped them around magnesium and thrown them into the fire and they blow up and it's really pretty anyway so that was a little bit of backstory in Mackenzie's life uh to bring me to the fact that I did and still believe very much in fairies. Um, big time. Fairies, little little fucking goblins and shit like that. Like good spirits, bad spirits, all of that shit. 
Um, so I was I started watching like so young, The Labyrinth, mm. the David Bowie movie with uh, Jim Henson and Brian Froud. That is a movie that I know by heart and I can watch it at any fucking time of year, any time of life, and it brings me so much joy. And a lot of it is because uh, I watched it when I was a little kid and like that's what kind of reminded or solidified, let's call it, it also was a little bit my like sexual awakening. Hello, David Bowie with the hair. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, David Bowie um, with the hair. Um, my my comfort zone cartoon is Teen Titans, like the OG cartoon Teen Titans. I really related to Starfire as a kid, especially when they oh, um, who would have thought out. That? I know, shocking. But there was one episode that like got to me, and the episode is called Truck. And Dude, oh my god, this is full circle. You already know what I'm talking about. You already know what I'm talking about, where basically this person comes down and calls her. Yes, he looks great. He comes down from space and starts calling her a a racial slur based on her existence. That was literally the first thing that Adam brought up to when we first brought him on. (laughs) Because, like... like... It's just so nice because they all, like, stand by her and by the end when they all realize, because they don't always, they don't catch it. They see it happening, but they don't catch it, and it, they're all just blind to her. She's just like, kind of taking it, and when it finally oh, comes out, God. they're like, "No, fuck this! You should have said something." Well, I'm like, like, damn, I, that must be nice. So I brought up that exact scene from uh, when we did our, our episode about like black representation, because I love the scene in that episode between her and Cyborg, where oh, Cyborg what? says it, and she's like, "That is, you are calling me nothing." Like you are, you are hurting me by calling me that. And he's like, I would never do that. And she's like, you wouldn't know what it feels like. And he, she, cause she doesn't see that he's a black man. And I was like, oh my God, that like, as a kid, that was the thing that like hit me. That makes me so happy. It hits hard. Yeah. That that was the episode where we could really like bond with her as a character. Mm -hmm. I just really, really got into it. And from there I was like sold forever. And luckily it was one of the first episodes I ever saw. It was one of the very first episodes I ever saw the show. So it was like, okay. It's in season one on on the DC thing. On the DC thing. I'm pretty sure that's a season one episode. It's not one of the first episodes. It just, it so happened that when I was a kid, that was the first one I saw. And I was like, so damn good. yeah this is, it was one of the That's first so times dope. i was confronted with something like that because most media aside if you watched a lot of fresh prince of bel-air which i fucking did yeah. it oh, was yeah. no. not things yeah. like that so, well static shock too i you know i feel like did did a lot of the yeah. same stuff yeah oh static shock did some stuff for me that mm. i feel like someone should do a fucking like university thesis on on that episode of teen titans just to be like hey you guys see this just fucking do this that's yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you need like, to do. Like, honestly, though, because I think that's, like, one of the best, per- personally, of, because I, I love all of, like, you know, the nerdy old cartoons. I think that is one of the no. best old, older era cartoon episodes in existence. Mm. Because yeah. it showed, because my thing is, is that it, to me personally, sorry to take over, Beck, I feel bad. I just. Teacher, she was in the that I fucking hate this. Uh, <laughs> you did this to yourself. Episode, <laughs> that episode alone shows racism from such a different version, and it's mm-hmm. so subtle while being so right in your face. 
And I think that alone is important. And especially as a kid's show, it's very important because it shows kids that like this can happen and you might not know what you're doing is wrong, but you need to not be afraid to if, if something talk wrong is happening, you talk about it and your friends yeah. should understand. Well, Beck, like yeah. it, it was, I was really interested when you said it's like, oh, it's kind of like about the rest of the Teen Titans when they realize that, you know, that word means something else because I didn't even pick up on that. I, I very distinctly remember watching that episode and realizing like what the theme was, but I was like, oh, it is about allyship too. Yeah, like I didn't really realize that until until you, until you just brought that up. So like some like yeah. 15, 16 years later, like yeah. again, that's another layer of that episode just to peel back. So which good. which really is so many, you know, just I think I think especially there, I think there's something about comics and cartoons too. Like they can just kind of dig into these themes. I think a little bit more cleverly. Freely? Maybe mm. maybe it is a, a layer of freedom. Maybe it's just because, like, you know, it's animated. You can get away with stuff. Like, BoJack Horseman, I feel like, is a perfect example of that. Where it's yeah. like... Yeah, oh, my God, that show deals with some shit. Yeah, that but it's like... That show makes me physically uncomfortable. No, yeah, me too. I watched one episode. Too. I think that's kind of the point. Yeah. I know, but it's just... Ah, I yeah, get it. Dude. I know why it is the way it is. I don't... I don't love it. I haven't I been able to watch right. the last season because I just watched YouTube clips of just like the highlights because I'm like, I can't, I can't do it. It, it really, really it. makes you kind of come to terms like while watching it because if, if you're, hey, a depressed and anxious person, it really kind of like puts your, <clears throat> it's a mirror up to the people that are probably watching it and it, it whether it means to or not, I'm sure it does, it makes you kind of like, not necessarily come to terms but just be more aware mm. of those things that are happening and those those same um what's the word i'm looking for uh circumstances and same events that you have experienced but you're seeing some fucking ridiculous cartoons yeah. doing the same shit totally and not even just yeah. ridiculous like like completely absurd you know it's like you're yeah. following the story of a half man half horse who is incredibly depressed and like and it deals with yeah. like a lot of really like both toxic and difficult relationships. Totally. Um, yeah. I love watching a, the horseman fuck the lady. That was weird. Yeah, that was that's all. Oh, that, well, you, we don't <laughs> need to talk about that part. You, you never. You, about the bestiality in that show. You never get used to that. You never get used to that. Hey, even like after like hey, six real seasons. Hey, quick, can we talk about the fact that Brian on Family Guy just fucks women just all the time? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that either, though. I'm not a fan of that show. Like, I don't want oh. bestiality. That's a weird thing that they are. Cons- Why is it so what? consistent? I genuinely think though that like Seth MacFarlane in particular is starting to realize that. Oh wait a second, I'm I kind of made a terrible show at this juncture. So he's like. I don't Honestly, know. Ex- though, I still love it. I actually love it. Like, I do. Guy? I know yeah. Family Guy. I I love it. I yeah, never, I never Family got guy. into it, but like I know Seth MacFarlane. He kind of like knows that. Like, okay, this is this is kind of problematic. <laughs> so like Family Guy is dirty and raunchy, but like like to be honest, they they make some really great episodes. Where like one of my favorites was they were talking about like the history of America, and they basically like flipped everybody's race. So all the white people were black all the black people were white let's do and... that right now what episode was this uh, let's do that right now wait, it's, like a, hold it's up. like a history of wait, america okay, now let's but go it, like, let's do it but it's not like it's not take, it doesn't take place one here i don't know how to <laughs> but, but the, thing is, the thing is is that it's it's not like modern day it's supposed to go back and like show this love story between like basically like 
Peter's ancient ancestor, who is this black slave, and hmm. Lois, who is like a slave owner's daughter. And it, it's like there is a great part where it literally it is one of my favorite things to quote because uh, Cleveland, you know, the black character is a white guy and he walks on the shores in Africa and Peter walks up and goes, hi, you're you look different than me. We should be friends. And Cleveland just throws a net over him and drags him away. And I was like, that oh, is remember that the episode now. best way to describe racism is two people looking different. And then the one, one person like, being like, be I own you now. Like, yeah. that is racism in a nutshell. And I was like, that is really simple, but really perfect at the description. And like, yeah. they have moments like that, that I'm like, that's very solid. But like, as a whole, yeah, family has a problem. But it's 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 problematic, but it also doesn't. Okay, so that I've I've watched a lot of, <laughs> I wouldn't say a lot of interviews, but I've watched interviews based off of the creators of Family Guy, The Simpsons, and South Park, all of which are very long lasting, very long running, have dealt with pretty much everything kinds of shows. And the thing that has been kind of like a common denominator in most of those shows is the creators are like, yeah, we make fun of these these particular things because we make fun of everything. And it's not like it's not just them like like zoning in on one particular thing. Ev- like nothing is safe, but at the same time, everything is. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like uh, it they they put a mirror up to everything that happens in the world. Fucking like war on drugs. Fucking racism. Um. Uh. Be- <laughs> not that it's uh, a topical issue, but bestiality, I guess. Um, <laughs> But it's a lot, though. That's what I'm it's like, a okay, lot. It's weird. Why it's is it lot, so but... common, though? Like, why do they do that so much? Because like, a one-off joke about it, I would have been like, uh. But the fact that it's such a reoccurring theme, like, yo, these creators want to fuck dogs. Like, they straight up want to fuck their dogs, and I can't stand it. <laughs> no, because it. it's... Least, because it's an anthropomorphized kind of, like... It, it, he's they a furry! Are <laughs> They're fucking hey, furries. Man, nothing's wrong with furries. Let's, nothing's let's wrong real. with it, but like nothing's just color. Internet, you heard Mackenzie Smith say that. You heard her say that right here. Because it's not wrong. I'm though. not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm saying just color okay. what it is. Also, Says the woman I'm with a... the cat ear headset. <laughs> Guess who, who fucking bought this? them for me? Who did that? Ooh. Who fucking yeah. bought them for me? Also, Jaime. Yeah. Jaime, I see you sitting there quiet trying to avoid the fact that you didn't answer my fucking question. Bro, I- Finished answering your question. You she still had more to say. That's true. <laughs> a way, way, way less heavy answer was Danny Phantom. Just because. Yeah. That's Fuck, it. Yeah. There's no heavy meaning behind this. I just fucking like that cartoon. That's yeah, it. Tucker, Tucker was the smart black dude. I just want to say that. Bro, that and the hot, the cute ass goth girl. Like, like oh, Sam? she's not cool because she's got my. You see how thick that bitch is? Like, yeah. shut up. And was she also like rich? She was mad rich too. Yeah, she was rich, hot, goth. Well, that show, like, okay. believe in ghosts and shit. That was badass. I know that you're like that show. We don't have to go into that, but like Danny Phantom did a lot of stuff though, because it had a lot of like non-white main characters in it. Did it? Because later on, later on, the, oh, his love uh, interest is Latina. Hunter. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, his love interest was Latina, and Palmina. then the hunter. Uh, later in later seasons black, was right? the new uh, girl who came to school who's black. Yeah, and they dated and, for like, a while. 
Yeah, they dated. Oh, that's, I guess that's another thing too. Yeah, a cartoon interracial couple. Yeah. I mean, that's not the first time that that's happened. Though. Oh no, but no. like, I mean, that happened in Teen Titans. Have you ever seen the Proud Family? Like, just go off. Oh, oh my god, yeah. Proud yeah, Family! I watched that shit religiously. The and only I thing I remember from the Proud Family is like the dad things. like trying to roast someone in a pot of water using his like ashy ankles. Like, I was like, all right. What? <laughs> yeah. I always I felt for episode. Oscar Proud because he tried so I hard. That. <laughs> so I just love the grandma. Yeah. That oh, grandma did not fuck around. No, yeah. And the thing is, like, it's, it's like, everyone's just like, yep, I know, I know a grandma exactly like that. Like, it's just like everyone, That's everyone in the neighborhood was just like, I know who that woman is. That's my mom. You know the snobby neighbors from, like, next door, her neighbors, yeah. the child, oh, yeah, La Cienega, and her parents? Ones. They're all named yeah. after streets. La Cienega Boulevard is a place. Oh, my God. You're and right. so are her parents' names. I can't remember what their names were, but they are also streets. Where? Like, just around the world or in oh, a specific city? I think specifically in the States. Okay. But no, they, they're real places. Oh. I found that out recently, and I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. I never thought about La Cienega. I thought it was a weird name, but, like, it's a place, too. <laughs> it's super bougie one with, like, the red jacket. That's just like, Yes, mm, the bougie-ass yeah, Latina yeah. girl. Yeah. And then they had I'm the gross it. sisters who were ashy. The fucking gross sisters. They, they were, were so ashy. Were blue. Yeah, they were so ashy they were blue. Like, that's, that's wild. That's the point. They were nice. so actually they were blue. That's, That's actually nice. why they were blue. Wow. It's I thought crazy. they were just like blue. They were literally they called were the extra gross Holy shit. We're talking gross about subtext. Like Well, actually, you know what? I don't know if that's subtext to me, but glaringly obvious to you guys then. Well, no, like my favorite thing about that show too was it featured the first episodes on Kwanzaa that I'd ever seen. Same. Mm. Where it wasn't yeah. like a joke. It wasn't like a bit in the background where they were like, we could celebrate Hanukkah, Christmas, or Kwanzaa. It was like, no, this is a fully featured Kwanzaa episode where they showed what it meant to them. And like, what, and like, it's actually why my family started celebrating Kwanzaa every year. For mm. real? Yeah. Cause like, huh. I never celebrated it as a kid and I found out about it through the Proud family. And then I was like, can we do this? And my parents were like, absolutely. So we've still been celebrating Kwanzaa since then. Really? Yeah. That's really nice. Power of shows. Yeah, dude. I mean, think about it. How many times have you heard or seen about Kwanzaa, like, actually talked about properly? Not as, like, a ha-ha, Kwanzaa, like, it's a joke. Yeah, it's, it's, then, it's, like, I feel like it's usually a bit. Black yeah. people holidays. Pretty much. Yeah, like, good. that's that's what good it shit. is. Like, it's so absurd that we have our own shit. <laughs> I mean, have you thought of an answer yet? Yes, actually, no, I, do, I, do, I do have an answer. Um, honestly, it, uh, no joke, probably is avatar last airbender hell yeah probably um you watched it when you were a kid i yeah well i i remember like before my tv my cartoon tv consumption habits are weird because it's like to me it's like there's a before i moved to england and then an after i moved to england phase oh, i keep forgetting that you moved to england i did that's where all my problems began british empire still causing trouble in minorities um <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh yeah but uh, like before that i was really you know it was like fairly odd parents danny phantom spongebob mm -hmm. dexter's lab samurai jack and all Ooh. that stuff dexter's yeah. lab yeah, dexter's that lab. mom was dead yo that mom truck ass she did speaking what? i just want to say one more for me because of what you just said um powerpuff girls 
Yeah. Fuck yeah. Jendi Tartakovsky is a genius. Dude, is one of the best shows. Hi, first trans character or non-binary character Mm -hmm. or whatever. Oh wow, yeah. They maybe they were they were a villain, but at the same time, him. Who the fuck knows what's going on there? He's a lobster. Lobster devil. Sure. They They had lobster hands. Him yeah, is a, but they were Am also, I remembering him wrong? Yeah, no, that's him. You're, you're, you're remembering him correctly. No, you're right. Okay. Red lobster hands, uh, big Satan ass face. heels, uh, a mini skirt. I am remembering this right. Because okay. mm-hmm. that feels like I a fever dream. Like <laughs> 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 like Mojo Jojo. Like, what the hell was Mojo Jojo? Like, Guys, I so think in many eight? childhood cartoons that we ex- existed through were fucking nightmares. Like, oh, looking oh. back at it as human beings, like, with, like, fully formed adult brains looking back at our cartoons we're like what the fuck was going on i feel like i feel like it's only gotten more insane except except for maybe like steven universe Uh, one of my favorite shows that i always go back to and meant a lot to me was x-men evolution Hmm. because that show is amazing it does go back to it because you gotta love the furry dude aka nightcrawler (laughs) and uh that was literally like one of his lies every chick loves the furry dude and i was like that's the funny shit but the whole show was we made it back to an actual podcast beautiful. thank you Adam. i know i've been trying <laughs> um and beast is in the show beast is in the show beast is in the show so i'm giving you your fur people right there you happy back no you happy right. back? it's genuinely great cartoon that has nothing to do with right. To God, there are no furries in this one, and it's fucking recess. Why are we talking oh, about recess? Because that's no. racist, recess, not racist. I, I was racist, though. I had some racist shit in that show, okay? Yes, but the card- only, I was a child when I watched this. Black show. character was a, was a basketball, a basketball star. player. No, one of the what were they called? The Jennifers, or the Ashleys. One of the Ashleys, Ashleys was also black, and so was the teacher, Mrs. Yeah, Wendell. I could not remember her fucking name. Yeah, you know, but the, the and she taught them. She had the big glasses. Oh, the teacher, right? Yes, the teacher. I can't describe yeah, her any better because I do not remember her name. Like the teacher. There was more than one teacher in this show. <laughs> that was that was just about kids yes. being kids. I don't. I mean, yeah, there were some stereotypes. I, you know what, Mackenzie's not going to actually speak. No, on it's this true. Topic. No, you're oh, right. Okay. Like it did have stereotypes. Yeah. They really did, because it was like, bop, the gothic, the goth girl is a bully. Oh, the nerdy one with glasses is a nerdy one with glasses. Yeah, but oh, no, the nerdy one with glasses was also an army kid. And, like, nope. the big fat one that ate all the time. I was talking about there Gretchen. There were two nerdy ones with glasses, guys. They're both nerdy. They go. both wear glasses. <laughs> so go. many nerds with glasses. The big fat guy, the big fat guy didn't Whoa. just, yes, he ate a bunch of food. He, he That was the fucking stereotype. He, he didn't just eat a and he sang baritone and he was like a poet where people thought he was big and scary in some of the episodes there was an episode about the fucking like the way that girls are mean to each other actually spinelli which i actually weirdly talked about with aaron today earlier thank you um (laughs) but spinelli who is this tomboy kid is also an ashley and they did an episode about her trying to like fit in to her name because that's that they found out that they need to be that there's a lot more there's a lot of subtle stuff but my problem i just hate i like looking back at old shows one of the things i hated was that a lot of shows 
as a kid personally like as a black kid growing up a lot of shows with black characters were like you need to play a sport or you're not important mm. and i was like cool i don't play any sports so i the way that i found my thing and it's like why i was bringing up uh x-men evolution was like one of my favorite things was in x-men one of the specific episodes i literally the day i got disney plus rewatched this episode it's in the third season and it's this episode where cyclops who i usually hate gets dropped in the middle of the desert without his glasses because Ooh. mystique is trying to kill him and so she drops him in the middle of the desert without his glasses and he has to try to make his way out of the desert alone and blind. So, like, the whole episode is, like, him struggling to get through. But there's this great ending where Mystique, like, realizes he's gonna get out of the desert. And she attacks him. And they're in, like, a basement. Like, they found this, like, abandoned house. And they're in the basement. And he knocks all the lights out. And he says, I was blind for five years of my life. I couldn't open my eyes or I'd kill somebody. I know how to be blind and you don't. And so he shows that he used his disability as his advantage mm. in life. Dope. And it That's and it cool. was one of those things of like me growing up with asthma and like not being able to, like, you know, run around and do stuff. I found my ability was in creativity and making things and like yeah. designing stuff. And so I'm like that episode was always like a motivator to be like, I, I might not be able to be the best at one thing of like sports but I can be the best at something else. Mm. And so it's, it's stuff like that. Like that show had a lot to say about like family and character development. Yeah. And... The thing that I really like about um, X-Men in particular is that it's not specifically about family. It's about chosen family. Mm -hmm. And it's about maybe your family that you are, let's say, lack of a better phrase stuck with the family that you're born into isn't the family that brings you up and supports you and is part of your team and i really like shows that are are like that and based around family that's not necessarily by blood mm -hmm. um does that mean you really like the magic school bus i uh, do yeah. like the magic school magic bus school i'm bus. taking Dude, Miss Frizzle. Frizzle, Frizzle was dope. Miss Frizzle, Frizzle was, was like the first teacher. lesbian character. Was that ever confirmed? Let's not say first. She's one of the first, like on was... TV. Yeah. Well, I remember she also... is in the new in the new show. There's a it's second Miss Frizzle. Yeah, there's the, Elizabeth Banks is like her sister, yes. right? Elizabeth Banks, Miss Frizzle is like her sister. I thought it was her wife. Really? Oh. I thought I might be wrong. I think I it's, I think it's I sister. It's like cousin or sister. Because they're they're doing so, a I think they're doing a Magic School Bus movie and the original voice of Miss Frizzle is coming back to voice her Miss Frizzle, but Elizabeth Banks is also gonna be her Miss Frizzle. Oh, that's it dope. says that she was a yeah. queer legacy. That's what I'm Yo, finding. Queer legacy. I'm here for that. They're calling queer her legacy. queer legacy. No, that um, that's a quote. Literally a quote. She is a queer I mean, legend. It's off the internet, so that could be from anywhere. <laughs> I mean I'm just saying. Yeah. But no, I, I believe you. Yeah. I can send you a screenshot. I Either do sister, like it. It might be her sister in the show, but they do talk about her like wife. And I'm like, that's dope. Like, that's but really dope. I don't remember that. Speaking of a, a moderately diverse cast, I'm pretty sure the fucking kids in that yeah. class were like the most diverse. Fucking Carlos. Carlos. Fucking Carlos. Carlos. <laughs> Carlos. Oh my God. That boy I had problems. I remember Carlos. Was it his like boy. 
Did I remember his dad was in an episode, right? Oh no, there was an episode where all their parents were in there. It was like a PTA conference or something. Yes. Oh yeah, no. I'm I... looking at a picture of like the it looks like there are five kids that reoccur every time. I don't see more than that. Like five to seven tops. There's the orange haired boy, there's the black Arnold. boy, there's the uh Asian girl whose name Arnold. Yeah, I I don't remember any. The Asian names. girl's name is not Arnold. Here's Arnold one, here's Arnold two. <laughs> There's Arnold, there's Arnold 2, there's Black Arnold. There's... God. And then Carlos. It's everyone is Arnold. And then Arnold Carlos. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, Carlos. There's seven Arnolds and one Carlos. And that was the plan. Yeah, any given time, it looks like there's five to seven kids tops. Really? Dope. Yes. Yeah. And I thought it was a lot more than that. So did I, but I guess when they're all drawn in one place, it looks like more. But every single photo I'm finding is just the same five to seven kids it was a small class it definitely wasn't it was a like... tiny tiny class so there was went arnold... to space you guys yeah i remember so arnold was... took off the helmet he and then he froze yeah well, yeah his whole head froze and like how did he bounce back from that yeah oh. well, my favorite my favorite was there was an old vine like years ago and it was uh a guy like watching the episode and it's when Arnold takes off the helmet and freezes. He's like, oh, Miss Frizzle fucking killed him. Oh, shit, he's going to jail. Like, <laughs> I was like, that's so solid. But, and then they uh, come back, he comes back later and he just has like a cold. Yeah, like I, I, if I remember correctly, they like, they like put him in like a hot tub or something and he's yeah. fine. It's like, but, all right, uh, seems solid. Like kind of. See, Science, but only sort of. No, not at all. Oh, God. Did you, I didn't know this, but apparently Netflix redid it. It looks bad. No, that, yeah, that's, that's the Elizabeth Banks one, right? Uh... Yeah. Because it's it's Fiona Frizzle, who is Miss Frizzle's... I guess that's her sister. Oh, yeah, it is her but sister. They yeah. do talk about um, Miss Frizzle is like off with her significant other. Mm. I was going to say, why'd they get rid of Miss Frizzle? Because it looks like it's just the same kids reanimated. She's, she's off doing her thing with her wife. Okay. Also, how long have those kids been in that grade? No, they're all fucking seven for the rest of their lives. Like they're not growing. They're, they're suffering from ketchumitis. Fuck. Dude, but Ash Ketchum. Ketchum. Frizzle, Miss Frizzle took them on some dope adventures, but taught them nothing. Yeah. So they're stuck in second grade forever. Is that how? Oh, I found the names of the kids. The girl you were thinking of. Her name was Wanda, not Arnold. Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> her name was Wanda. There's. Wanda, Ooh. Timothy, Arnold, Phoebe, looks like a future parent. Phoebe, Hesh, uh, Keisha, Keisha, Ralphie, Ralphie, Ralphie. Did you Did one? No, and wow. Tim. What? Was, Why Tim. is that? Tim was Tim the black one. Tim. Tim. Uh, Ralphie was the was the athletic kid uh, with the big R on his chest. Because his it's name was one. Ralphie. It's a choice. Ah. That outfit. I got nothing. He had the red cap on. Guys, See, are we going to talk about anything of significance? Let's talk about our depression. Go. Let's talk about what? We're just our own depression. Go. Can I just oh say God. one thing, though? Oh, yeah. Uh. Actually, like a cute serotonin thing before we leave the Magic School Book topic. Because uh, I used to watch it. I used to watch it like all the time. It was my favorite show. One of my favorite shows as a kid. And my dad... Uh, whenever he talks about trash, still calls it the rot squad because in the episode Aww. where they talk about rotting, he's like, oh, you don't want that trash to rot. You know, you don't want the rot squad to show up. And I'm like, 
27, and I want to hear that until I die. That's horrible. The only other thing I remember from um, the Magic School Bus is when they flew into some dude's nose so that they could win this smelling contest, and they literally deleted molecules that land in the nostril, and that's how they explained how Wait, this fucker couldn't just blow his nose like a normal ass human being. They no, had they to shrink to go in there. They went to Ralphie yeah. because he was sick, and that's how they learned about the human, how the human body works. I thought they, was, they went into Arnold. Might have been Arnold. I thought it was Ralphie for was a hot. I mean, they went into a child's nose. Let's just go with that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Does it matter which they went child? In there. Yeah. They entered yeah. a child. It's like that's really where the end sentence can start and stop. <laughs> like, no. they entered a child. The end. Real quick though, <laughs> Arnold. I just found this out, which blows my fucking mind. Arnold in the like new stuff is voiced by Danny Tamborelli, the dude who used to be on All That. Oh really? He's oh also no way. In GTA Five. He's the okay. the Michael's kid, the sassy, annoying video game kid Jesus. in GTA Five. The fuck? Yeah, that's that's a choice. That's why. He's also Pete from Pete and Pete. Pete, 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 Pete. Pete. Fucking Danny thing, really. I have all right. I have nothing to. But yeah, that was my that. point about X Men. Oh yeah, here's my <laughs> point about. That's cut 271. Don't even cut it. That was actually a really perfect place to put that. Yeah. Like, you want to hear my point about really Avatar? Really gold. <laughs> I like that. Oh, yeah. Jaime also, never really X-Men. actually finished what he was saying about Yeah, Avatar, so there's... Before, we didn't let him. There's, there's before England cartoons. So, <laughs> actually, I found out. <laughs> there's, there's during England cartoons, and then post-England cartoons were like, Avatar, and that was really it. I think actually, I don't really remember watching too many other things because, like, by that time, Fairly Odd Parents had wrapped up, and then what? <laughs> so your your reason for Avatar is because there was pretty much nothing else. Well, no, yeah, you're not selling the show very well. No. It's actually a pretty good show. It is man. a very good show. It is a very good show. <laughs> right, I guess. I, I like wanted I wanted like a, a a cartoon with like a hero's journey because like I just really needed that because like for me it was like okay <laughs> I'm in like this strange foreign land of New Jersey don't know anyone I hate strange everyone, everyone foreign land of yes. New Jersey yes the strange well he came from England I guess okay um, they spoke speaking... a different version of English <laughs> that's that's not incorrect. Speaking of Hero's Journey, I will maintain forever and ever that my favorite Disney movie is Hercules. Mm. Good movie. I like Aladdin. Also I like Aladdin, movie. too. But I just... I Okay, Bex, I don't know if you can um, relate to this. I never, like, associated with any of the princesses um, growing up. It like the the classic Disney princesses are like, why are you guys being such little bitches? Like you literally, as a kid, I was like, you just you just met this guy, you just <laughs> met him. What? Okay, I will say this because I agree with you for the most part, except in the case of Cinderella, who has a very seriously traumatic fucking backstory. Like this girl loses yeah, both of her one parents. One person was nice to her. Shit. She's abused yeah. to shit by her newly adoptive family. And she has and to spend every day. Like, she's like, this is it. This is the Literally, one. I think she just needed a way out. 
I don't even think it was yeah. most, like for me, I watched that movie and I don't see a romance. I see this girl leads out and she found a way and good for That's her. Fun. Thank Ooh. God, because she was in danger where she was. They locked her in her room and they starved that girl oh, out. Like she was in danger. That shit. She Harry Potter that shit. She definitely literally like everyone's like, oh, it's terrible, whatever, a little pussy. Like this girl was a fucking slave, and she got out. Like, can we it's be? Not, a you're not wrong. To Cinderella. <laughs> like just a little. She, like... I would just like. I would love to talk about the fact that like for the majority of the princess, uh, the storylines that are all really fluffy and happy and like, oh yeah, they go some trials and tribulations. The original fucking source material for. Almost all of the original like Disney movies, especially the princess movies, dark as fuck. Oh yeah, they Beautiful. do not. Yeah. Most of them do not make it through to the end of the movie. Most of them died. Do you know in Cinderella that bitches, those two bitches, not only did they like they didn't rip her dress, they beat her. Mm-hmm. They also cut off their toes and yep. their heels to fit into. So they they thought they were going to get away with it until the prince was like, "Hey, there's a lot of blood in your shoe. Yeah. Want to talk about that?" Um, that I don't think the prince said there's a little blood. He went the shoe's now red. It was clear a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> Using so, logic. So why are you trying to pull that shit on glass? Did like the not... original story of fucking sleep, uh, not Sleeping Beauty, The Little Mermaid really makes me super sad. Yeah, Sleeping Beauty too. Yeah, she does. She dies, home and they she just die. dies. She gives yeah, up everything, and happens. it doesn't pay off. That's it. She yeah. does everything she can, and it just still doesn't pay off. Yo, Grimm's fairy tales are dark. Mm. They are they are cautionary tales telling kids being like, hey, don't <laughs> heads up to children. Don't do this. And then Disney's like, excuse me, one moment. Um, just kidding. Everything's fine. Maybe you should invest American in dream. Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> well, but... I mean, that's why I think, like, looking at all the, the cartoons that we picked and, the, like, the things that we picked from our childhood, they were all specifically not, like, they, they didn't hold back. Like, I think that's something that I think a lot, if you look at media now and, like, media when we were kids, a lot of it, hold, like, held back. And I think the things that we all, like, love, and, like, Steven Universe is a great example of this, like, a modern example of something that just didn't hold back. And it is what it is, and it showed every side of a situation in the sense that it, it like, I, I haven't watched It shows watched a lot of different movies, relationships, but, too. Yeah. But yeah, and like, it's different that kinds I, you know, of relationships. Like, I think the reason why we went on so many tangents with these is because it was something that, like, bringing up Teen Titans for each of us, for the four of us, it's something that we truthfully felt passionate about because it didn't hold back and it wasn't afraid, even though we were all kids watching it, it wasn't afraid just to slap us in the face with Mm. hardship and to show us things that were were and and like are difficult to deal with you know yes um to even further that point and bringing it back to what i said originally was the labyrinth um there's a scene at the very end of that movie where david bowie and um her name is sarah but jennifer Connolly are in this point and she's like no give me my fucking um give me my brother back i'm tired of your shit i'm tired of you playing games with me i'm tired of all of this shit and what he says is love me obey obey me be my slave and i'll give you anything that you want is that a toxic relationship or what Mm. 
Yeah. Right. And she's like, and the the defining moment of it, which like it's a full circle kind of thing of like she can't remember this one line of the book because it's based off of a book. Um is and it it kind of ends her journey. It's like the no place like home, clicking your heels together three times kind of moment. And she says and looks him in the eye and says, "You have no power over me." And that's what shuts that shit down. And that's how she realizes that like she's gone through this whole journey. It's very similar to um, what did I just say, Wizard of Oz? Mm. But it's like it was in there the whole time. And I feel like that is a big part of like what we, I guess, as millennials can like resonate with is like the story that we go through, the stories that we connect with are like it's within our little sad little nerdy hearts the whole time is the power to like take control of a situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think is really fucking interesting. And bringing it back to the fact that it, the ones that we connect with are not the ones that are like, everything's shiny yeah. and rainbow. Yeah. Is everything great? Find a man and he'll fix your love. Well, that's why. That's why you know, for me, like the, the hero's journey, like like Avatar being the hero's journey too. I think when, Mackenzie, when you said the word control, like to me, the hero's journey is like one of the purest. I think explorations into the idea of control and agency because mm-hmm. similar to how I gravitate towards Master Chief like when I moved I didn't feel like I had control over anything I couldn't change the fact that right you know any anything the way I perceive things or, or, or whatnot but like following someone as they overcame obstacles that were completely out of their control um you know was was particularly comforting and I don't think I really appreciated it at the time, but like, you know, how, how many times they fail and it's a big failure. Like, I mean, the end yeah. of season two, they lose like, you know, Aang's, Aang's essentially dead. Like the, the, the earth kingdom. Yeah. Spoilers. All of these fucking spoilers. I know. Right. Yeah. yeah and I Z- feel like oh, no. Kenzie's had ample time to watch it. Yeah. And oh, I also don't care. And, Z- um, you know, and Z- you're going to watch it. Don't like, you well, mean Ong? Ong? Um, kick her off the podcast right yep. goddamn <laughs> yep that was it that was the final straw i'm gonna mute you right now <laughs> you know it, you can't you don't have that power you oh, have no power over me i can just turn your volume actually, down actually I, i've been watching like all these like character analysis of avatar the last airbender and then obviously the character of zuko for i guess you, you mackenzie zuko is like the main antagonist no i know i okay, know who yeah. the characters are i'm on tiktok i know it <laughs> <laughs> Don't. But it was it was it was. You, you know I'm right. You don't know it. Is, is there a lot of Avatar on TikTok? I don't oh, really watch. So since it came, since so it came back, much. it's taken over it's TikTok. Absurd. A lot. You know, I would still classify Katara. I'm not sorry. Dude, I'll be Please your brother. Do it. I'm doing Soccer. I have the sword right. already made. Fucking a. Ask oh, JJ. Characters, okay. Since we're talking about characters that are like super strong and stuff, nobody's on my side with this one because yeah, she's kind of a brat, but I still love her, and it's the Little really? Mermaid. Oh, okay. I get it. What? Yeah, she's a brat, but I love her, and I get <laughs> why people like dump on her because she's like a rebellious teenager that doesn't want to listen to her dad for a man. But at the same time, like when I watch her, this is just my personal perception of her. I'm not saying it's an absolute truth, but when I watch her, I see like 
this very curious person that sees something that she doesn't know anything about and doesn't understand. And she wants so badly to learn mm. about something that she is not a part of. And every chance that she gets, she's like, okay, I found this and I want to study it. Her dad destroys it. And she's not allowed to like explore this whole other world outside of what is a very small bubble of what she has. So she has to basically give everything up to go to that. And everyone's like, oh, she just did it for men. But I'm like, no, because if you watch earlier, like she has all of these trinkets. She has a whole cave dedicated to her discoveries of this place that she doesn't know anything about. And I think it's pretty amazing that she gave everything she had up to learn about everything she doesn't know. Mm. Whether I think to that point, in particular, to that point, yeah, like we can shit on like the Disney Princess movies and we can shit on like the 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 dumbing down, I guess, of these stories. But there is still the base of the truth of these stories. You can find things, of course, within all of all of these princess tales, let's call them, of how, like, this is kind of just the human condition. Curiosity, um, dealing with Stockholm Syndrome, but also kindness. That's, like, that's the Beauty and the Beast story. It's like, yeah, it's... Everyone was like, oh, it's Stockholm Syndrome. And, like, yeah, he he abducted her and everything like that. But she just looked at, the someone, at this, this character who has never seen kindness before mm. because he's been treated poorly. And that's where the love comes from. And um, I can't speak so much to Sleeping Beauty because I don't actually know the story very well. But, like, fucking Hansel with a very abusive mother figure. Or uh, why can't I think of any fucking princesses right now? Yes, um jasmine yo jasmine who sees legit sees this little fucking bitch who shows up with all the bells and whistles in a fucking parade but she she originally is like get away from me i can't (laughs) stand you and it's not until he shows up later in just like hey here's who i am here's my story and like he saved her from getting her hand cut off because she just idly picks up a fucking loaf of bread. I'm going specifically after the Disney movie. That's when they fall in love. It's not all the like, oh, big macho, bravissimo, whatever moment. It's finding that like, oh no, this is actually a person. So I'm not going to shit on Disney princesses, but like face value and a lot of the things that maybe they teach young kids without like young kids that maybe don't necessarily go into the deeper levels and maybe people don't teach them of the deeper levels they can take on a probably they miss the point Mm. okay guys so that's my point about x-men because kenzie (laughs) wanted to interrupt me for the 14th time uh 76 76 uh, i think it's 78 now anyway guys that's gonna do it for reels gone thank you for listening uh again uh this is a podcast where we just talk about our feelings and we love you guys we hope that you feel you, you felt some stuff today and you know have a good rest of the con wait what that was pretty that's cute really have a good rest of the con have a good rest Aww. of the con do you guys remember because that's what oh, i love it that's no. what